What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Go to go <laughs> You better put them hands together. Put them together for your Monday on B&E. You have till tomorrow, Buck, to get your taxes in. Tomorrow's the day. Tax deadline day. I dropped them off on Friday. I hope I signed everything. Did you do that all right? Get it all done? I got, all, got it all done. Good for you. Good for you. Ties, you're in. You've already gotten your refund in the in the bank. Thank you, Grandma Sue. Your tax lady, your grandma. I love that. It's a great way to go. But uh, yeah, tomorrow is the deadline. So make sure you think of that as you get up and running on a Monday morning, recapping the uh, spring game. We'll hear, hear more from Steve Sarkeesian coming off of it. Obviously, a lot of quarterback conversation. Quinn Ewers uh, led the, orange, the white team to a victory. Malik Murphy showed... Uh, you know, a very high ceiling for a backup quarterback at this point, Arch Manning. We'll talk more about that here from Sark on the QBs and the offense in general. Also talking NBA playoffs, a little bit on the way to the timeout. We've got baseball on the brain and uh, just a really busy weekend and a great weekend. And you're, you say you had a flat tire. What are you going to do about that today? You woke up to a flat tire in your Yeah, garage? it must be a slow leak. I woke up ready to go and bang, I had to take old doo-doo brown. Go through the gate, open up the lower gate, drive it through, make sure the dog doesn't get out, do all those things. And you know me, I don't do tires. You know, somebody else is somebody else. Has that been like your whole life? My my whole life. Why? My whole life. I I had a girlfriend that. No. Did I I not eat (laughs) when when I pulled over? You made your girlfriend change the tire? Well, she knew how to change it. I changed it once. Your yeah. It wasn't your girlfriend. We were driving to Dallas for Texas OU or something. Do you the, know how to change it? Yes. You just, it's not, I just your, don't, not your thing? No, that stuff is not my, no. Okay. Because you got to get messy and, then, and get on one knee, and then you have to bend over. Your man card's in jeopardy. And by the, oh, no. I don't change oil. I don't do tires. I, oh, I yeah, pay we a, had a long debate. You couldn't change your own battery. I was like, dude, that is the easiest thing to do. I don't do that. I don't play Come with on, batteries. Man. I don't play with cars. I don't do mechanical things. That's somebody else's job. Why am I taking somebody else's job? It's silly. But it's so easy to do. It doesn't. Need, no, it's not that easy. Who mows your lawn? Who? SLP. <laughs> oh, student loan, student loan pay, payment lawn Yeah, care? guys live in their basement, their mom's basement. Yeah, but you, you got general. Now I've done mowing. I mean, I think I've taught my own daughter how to change the tire and my son's. And course. that's what this girl told me. She goes, "My dad taught me how to do that." Right. Well, well, my old man never told me how to do that stuff. He never taught me that kind of stuff. Well, never had a car. Learn. You've been an adult for a long time. Oh, my man. dad never taught me that. It's, you just kind of figured it out yourself. Figure it out. Just jump right at it. Yeah. Not too late. Just make sure you put the car and and put the emergency brake up. Yeah. Make it's sure the one it's lesson I didn't learn. Oh, you did. You had to learn that lesson. I had a car. Oh, and you're in a good spot. Roll at you. Oh, close. And you're in a garage, so it's like it's not. It's on a flat spot, so you're good there. Just pop that thing up, and nah. you take you about ten minutes. Now I didn't. I didn't expect you to change it this morning. No, that's fine. You had another car. You drove the the big brown truck. Yes. But yeah, when you get home, just knock that thing out. Take you a minute. I have someone who's coming <laughs> to do these things. You know, you wipe your rear end too for no, you. No, I wipe man. my own rear end. I'm good at that. I'm good. 
I'm good with that. There's certain things I just don't. I'm not. I don't. I don't do those things. That's okay. I'm not taking stealing somebody else's job. Somebody has that do that stuff for a living. Why should I steal their job? Right. Uh. Well. That, everybody helps everybody else. I don't do plumbing. I don't do. T- well, that's different than you changing know? a tire. Plumbing, electrical work in your house. Yeah, I don't do electrical work. I yeah, I do things. change bulbs when necessary. Not a problem. Oh man, okay. I can I can switch the alarm and and you know for the fire alarm and things like that when they go off. I know how to put the bad those kind of things in. So you're gonna pay someone to come change your tire? Yes, there's a young man who does some work at my house that will come over, and he's gonna put all that stuff together. And he may even have a pump. It must have been a slow leak, so just pump that baby up and I can get to. You don't have a compressor in your I had. You know what I had? I begged my wife. I begged her to give me this little compressor that I saw that just plugs in and I can go. (laughs) You know what she's been doing? Procrastinating and not giving me, getting me that compressor. I need it for wheelbarrow wheels, stuff like that. Bicycle tires. Can you you not buy your own compressor too? No, no. My wife does all that stuff on Amazon. (laughs) I don't mess with Amazon. Says Bucky, the the, the jack has pictures on it too. No, no, I saw it. that. I saw my jack with that on there. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, let's get to uh, the headlines, the trending topics to start your Monday morning. Get you caught up. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news, and we'll start yeah with Texas football. Big day yesterday on Saturday. As uh, quarterbacked by the returning starter Quinn Ewers, the white team controlled and won the game 21-10. to Ewers finished the day with 195 yards through the air, and maybe the highlight play of the day hit wide receiver A.D. Mitchell with a 13-yard touchdown near the end of the first half. The Georgia transfer made a leaping one-handed catch to secure the white squad's third TD of that half. Redshirt freshman quarterback Malik Murphy also had a tremendous game for the Orange team. He finished the day 9 of 13 with 100, for 166 yards and hit the freshman wide receiver Jonte Cook with a 79-yard scoring pass in the third quarter. The long play of the day for a happy head coach Steve Sarkeesian. Most notably I thought we saw a lot of playmaking from the offensive side of the ball. A lot of skilled players, receivers, runners make, make some plays. Uh, I thought the defensive front kind of started stepping up in the second half and so that was that was definitely a positive. Texas baseball over the weekend wasn't the prettiest of weekends but the Longhorns did get out of Waco with a series win after holding on for a 7-6 win over the Baylor Bears yesterday. Texas pitching staff walked 26 batters, hit six more over the three games. Still won the Friday and Sunday contest. In Saturday's game, Baylor scored five runs in the bottom of the ninth to steal a 10-9 win. Despite that, Longhorn still in first place atop the Big 12 standings at 8-4. and four. Also, congratulations to the Texas men's and women's tennis teams over the weekend. Both claimed Big 12 championships uh, on the, both sides. NBA playoffs, four more first-round games yesterday. Surprise, three of the four road teams and lower seeds were winners yesterday, including the L.A. Lakers. They went into Memphis and stunned the second-seeded Grizzlies, 128-112. Grizzlies, the, Grizzlies had the best home record in the NBA. Lakers get the road win there. Also yesterday, eighth-seeded Miami went into Milwaukee and beat top-seeded Milwaukee, 130-117. to 117. Clippers took down Phoenix and Phoenix. And the only higher seed to win last night was Denver. They went Minnesota. Golf, great finish at Harbortown. Uh, frustrating one, though, for the lifetime Longhorn Jordan Spieth. Spieth was looking to go back-to-back at RBC Heritage, but found himself in a playoff with Matthew Fitzpatrick. He had a great look at birdie on the first and second playoff hole, but had to settle for pars. One of those on the first one kind of rimmed out. And then it was the defending U.S. Open champion Fitzpatrick sticking his approach shot to about six inches. He tapped in for the win. Major League Baseball, Rangers whipped the Astros down in Houston last night, 9-1. to Texas erupted for six runs in the seventh inning, highlighted by a Marcus Simeon grand slam. They take two of three in the first Lone Star Series of the year. And if you missed it Saturday night, Austin FC largely outplayed Vancouver at Q2 Stadium, but had to settle for a nil-nil draw with the Whitecaps. They're now 2-3-2 two, two on the year, ninth place in the Western Conference. 
Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Don't be a fool this month. Come to Top Gun for great deals on steel lawn equipment and Toro, Hustler, and Gravely mowers to kick off spring. TopGun.net. We'll shoot you straight. There's Sage Steel. She's in Hoptington. What? Massachusetts. It's Patriots Day. Yeah, today is Patriots Day. They're running the 100 and what I see, 47th Boston Marathon. That's a large number. 147. Boy, love Patriots Day. And the Red Sox, will, the Sox will play a game this morning. They play like at 11 o'clock, don't they? Mm-hmm. One of those early tilts. Yeah. Uh, so you're watching the live coverage. Sage Steele. I was like, where is Sage Steele? Is she here? <laughs> Just over my shoulder. Uh, yeah, that is this morning. Uh, and also, as Ty has reminded us, the uh, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs begin tonight. NBA playoffs started over the weekend. Uh, the real season, as I said, Lakers. How about the Lakers? Rue, was that what I say his first name? Rui. Rui Hashimura, the Gonzaga Bulldog, and the former Oklahoma Sooner, Austin Reeves. We, we knew when he was Oklahoma he was going to be a baller, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Who saw that coming? <laughs> I didn't. Well, he was huge yesterday. He and Hashimura combined for 50 points, and the Lakers went on the road and beat Memphis. Um, John Moran hurt his hand. Who knows if he's going to play in game two. That's a problem uh, immediately for the Grizz. Also, as we said, the Heat beat the Bucks, and Giannis has a back injury. Clippers beat the Suns, and Russell Westbrook's going to be in trouble because he tried to get in a fight with a fan. Goodness. Knucklehead. Unbelievable. Um, um, yeah, back on Saturday, too, there were four other first game ones, and we'll talk more about that coming up. Uh, but your your 76ers, Buck, handled Brooklyn. Okay, you're feeling good about that. James Harden, your guy. Playoff time. Playoff, playoff James. Playoff James. Called him. Uh, playoff James Harden. Playoff James is back now. <laughs> playoff James Harden doing his thing. But, uh, yeah, Nick, how about the Knicks won in Cleveland? That was big for them. Uh, Warriors lost at Sacramento. How about the crowd at Sacramento? That was the hottest ticket in uh, Oh yeah. In sports over the weekend. Was trying to get into that Sacramento Kings game against the Golden State Warriors on Saturday night. I think tickets were, like, on the – like, getting the door. Because it was the first playoff game in there in 17 years. And speaking of marathons, wasn't the capital wasn't the capital 10k this weekend? Congrats to all those folks that ventured into that. Isn't there a race every weekend now? It's just about now. <laughs> I didn't. I was. I uh, guarantee you. On, I'm glad they. I'm, I'm sure they're glad they didn't do it on on Saturday because that was hot. Yeah, the weather was. That was not yesterday. a marathon day. Changed the thing, but changed the day. Uh, temperature change was pretty dramatic from day to day. Uh, so I'm trying to say. This says I'm with Buck. Outsource the tire. <laughs> Outsource. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's talk uh, some Texas spring game. Uh, hear more from Sark afterwards. Longhorns. Uh, Longhorns won the game. Um, the uh, Longhorns white team won the football game. You t- talked about uh, your observation. What you what you what you take away from the defensive side? I thought there was good pressure. I think there was more. You know, as I said, there were more sacks than that appeared to be. You know, some a lot of people will say, well, there wasn't enough pressure by the. The guys, there was no big threat coming in off from the outside, but guys, they're they're close enough that a lot of balls get batted down. And as I said, you start seeing guys get there, they start ducking out of the way because they don't want their defensive coach screaming. They're going to get screamed at either way. You weren't that close to them. You need to get closer to them. You can bat that down. But then at practice all spring long, people are telling you don't get near the quarterback's knees. Definitely don't get near his his thumb, his hands. He doesn't. You don't want the quarterbacks having their hands rattle off somebody's helmet. And screw up their thumb, Dak Prescott. I mean, you don't you don't want those kind of things to happen to your quarterback. Yeah, so you, you don't of, really know. But you understand when you watch the film and you go back and watch the film, defensive guy is going to go. That's a sack. Yeah, I had him. That's a sure. sack. Well, and they were arguing with the the officials from time to time sure. too. Like, hey, come on, man. <laughs> oh, that's why <laughs> spring game. Yeah, blow the whistle. Well, look, we all get. I've been in spring games where you tackled. 
You tackled the quarterback. Well, you've gotten this far with no key injuries. So That's true. You're just hoping to Most important thing. look clean. And look, there was probably 50,000 people there. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know what the number, 40, 50,000 people. Uh, the, you know, so you want to put on a show. LHN's got it on as a broadcast. You want to have some highlights and yeah, have you want fun. Throw, you want the quarterback to throw. Sure. But what you don't want is anybody getting hurt. No. Uh, so you're, you they had a bunch of guys wearing green, green jerseys, which means no contact. Of course, the quarterbacks were not live, so you couldn't touch them. So yeah, you take what you can from it, uh, and you know. I came out thinking that they're going to miss Bijan an awful lot and Roshan. Well, I think so too. I think that's only natural. Uh, I think there's those were your two best players last year, without a doubt, and they carried your offense this year. Though I think, you know, I don't want to say you pl- replace them, but your offense can be as dynamic or more because you have more weapons uh, that can, you know, that, that that was the thing that jumped off the screen was or jumped off the field when you were there, was the, the one-on-one matchups. I mean, Xavier Worthy, mm-hmm. Jordan Whittington, uh, A.D. Mitchell stepping in and stepping up. They didn't even have Isaiah Nayer out there. They didn't really use Jatavion Sanders. He played sparingly in the game. Um, you're going to have matchup issues, which, you know, Buck, if you're a defense and you're trying to get ready for that, if they're in three three wides with Jatavion Sanders, you know, you're going to, okay, where, where are we doubling? Can we bring a guy down in the box? That should create a light box for your running game. Which, if you can win your individual battles up front, bunk, you know, on, on what should be an improved offensive line, you don't need Bijan Robinson and Roshan Johnson to break tackles and, and force missed tackles. You should have open running lanes because your passing game should be able to threaten the defense to, to that extent. And you know that's the hope. And so, yeah, Jonathan Brooks, he's not Bijan Robinson, but he can still be a productive running back. Oh, and there's no doubt. I, as I said, I like the way he ended the season. I do. I mean, over the last couple of years, just watching him play, I know it's late and you're playing against some guys late in football games, but he's been very productive late in football games. When he's on the field, he makes it happen. Yeah. Uh, and that, let's hear Sark on that, that that's what they're trying to create is, you know, we don't have Bijan, but we've got a lot of guys who can stress a defense, and that's the goal of how they've, they've hit the recruiting trail uh, to get Jordan Whittington back again, and he's, you know, 15 pounds lighter and looks like he's ready to have a dynamic year if he can stay healthy. Here's Sark on the uh, the weapons that they have, have uh, put together. Um, and I thought we saw from an offensive perspective – uh, playmaking ability from a variety of people, um, which is something that we were hoping to get to uh, as a team to where it wasn't just one or two guys creating explosive plays, but that hopefully people are going to have to defend multiple people. And we saw that from obviously Xavier. We saw it from Jordan. We saw it from AD. We saw Jonte make a big play. We saw Jaden Blue in the open field. We saw Savion Red in the open field. Um, we know what JT Sanders can be. So I think on that front, DeAndre Moore, you know, I know he didn't make the one play, but came back and had another big play later. So I think that we, we've created a, a lot more versatility from an offensive perspective. Uh, All right, so versatility from an offensive perspective. And that's, you know, the word versatile is what you know, Sark used quite a bit. Uh, they were reliant on the running game last year. They were reliant on Bijan Robinson. They want to be more versatile, which means they're not relying on one person. Uh, to lead the way. Uh, let's hear one more on Sark, and that was on the offensive line. Uh, remember, you know, they didn't have, um, you know, Connor Robertson uh, or Cole Hudson, um, but they had a lot of experimenting going on. Here's Sark on what he saw from the group up front. We did not 
you know, it wasn't great not having Cole Hudson out there and Connor Robertson, but it created opportunity for DJ Campbell. It created opportunity for Cam Williams. You know, we moved Hayden Connor around some this spring, and that gave NATO an opportunity. You know, he played starting left guard for us, you know, this past week and today and played really well. So I feel very comfortable with kind of where we're at up front. Uh, we have to keep getting better and keep improving and finding that cohesiveness. But, um, you know, we have enough versatility and guys who can play multiple positions, but also the fact that, you know, if a guy goes down, the next guy up, whoever that is, in whatever order that falls, who are the top five and who are the next guys after them, that they're going to be physical enough to play football at a high level and confident enough to. Right there, Sark, on uh, the the offensive line. And that's that's obviously a something the Longhorns have not had, which is the offensive line depth. They do have guys, um, you know, too deep there that can step in. And again, you know, coming back, you're bringing your entire offense, starting offensive line back from one year ago. That should be an improved unit uh, based on there's no doubt about that. Which to to your point, Buck, that they're going to miss Bijan and Roshan. That that that's obvious. But at the same time, can they be even a, a more dynamic offense because they can do more things and the passing game and the ability to create one-on-one matchups on the outside will open up the running game. Uh, like we saw it do even on Saturday for a guy like Jaden Blue and a guy like uh, Savion Red and you know Keelan Robinson, those guys are explosive players in their own right. I, I think that's you know what Ty said before. We didn't see Keelan Robinson. I mean, he's a guy that you know you got some specialty plays for to get him out outside and get going. And you know you when you're going against second second string guys and second team guys, I mean the long pass. I mean he just I mean Cook just blew by that dude. But there is a, the thing about him is that re, that's real speed too. I mean, he's going to run by a lot. I mean, he's going to run by a lot of guys. When you're even, you're in trouble with him because he can accelerate. Plus, he can catch and run. Well, and we we learned watching that Desoto team win a state championship. Oh, he can catch. Uh, and he is go. a polished player. I mean, yeah. he is, a, and he looks like it. Yeah, uh, he is. And again, that long touchdown that was against the walk-on corner. Uh, that you're not going to see a lot on the field during the season. But at the same time, he showed that breakaway speed. The other part of that was, you know, one play previous, Malik Murphy had thrown the deep ball to DeAndre Moore, the freshman out of California, and he dropped it. And then they go right back to it on the next play. And uh, the thing I took note of was Malik Murphy, how effortless it is for him to throw that ball, you know, 50, 60 yards down the field and the accuracy with which he did it. Uh, those were both dimes that he threw. Um, you know, one was dropped and one was a touchdown. So good to see Malik Murphy. Um, can we hear Sark on what's next for the Longhorns? If you're looking for uh, their 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 plan now, because the season is over, they're going to do exit meetings with everybody. But here's Sark on uh, what the schedule looks like moving forward and between now and the end of the school year Wait, into the summer. One more week of kind of real weight training with them, uh, just to see where their body's at. I don't want to call it testing. But we can see what a workload of spring ball did did to their body and, and maybe where they get deficient so we know how to work them in the summer. Uh, they will do some lifting on their own in their time off. Uh, but in that time, they're getting ready for finals and they're finishing up school. And I think they deserve that time to, to finish up school. Obviously, it's, it's a challenging place. And so we got to give them that time to do that. And they need a little bit of time to decompress. You know, when you, when you play a bowl game late into the year like we did, and then you come back in January, you start winter conditioning again. Um, they need a little time to kind of decompress, knowing when June hits, we're going to go for nine weeks. And then after nine weeks, we're going to take about five days off, and then it's training camp. And so they need, to, they need a little bit of time to kind of let their bodies kind of you know, recharge the batteries and then come back ready to work. And so 
Um, I think it's a good schedule. I think that you know, I think they really bought into it a year ago of of the time that they have off. But that time, you know, we we can't lay around eating Doritos and and eating Taco Bell and whatnot on the couch. You still have to do some work so that you're not overwhelmed when you come back after Memorial Day. What? No Doritos? What? Hear that tie? No Doritos or Taco Bell? What's that all about? Don't be laying up on the couch. That was one of my dad's uh, favorite coaching. Well, laying up on the couch? Oh, the eating the Doritos on the couch, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that a million times in my life. Doritos, a delicacy if there ever mm-hmm. was one. All right, so there was your your uh, your Sark conversation from the Longhorns, and uh, we'll hear more from, coming up as they get We'll take your observations. There was a big crowd on hand to see it. Uh, what would you take away? I know there's a lot of quarterback chatter. Uh, Malik Murphy, impressive. Uh, and look, I mean, Quinn Ewers, we, we heard the cut earlier, Sark saying, you know, we don't need a pecking order right now, but safe to say Quinn is our starter and our returning starter and that he wants Malik Murphy and Arch Manning to push and compete, right? I mean, that's – you said it right earlier, Buck. You want the guy that's going to win the games because if you are if you are building an offense where it's about all these individual matchups where you can only double one guy – Yeah, your three quarterbacks need to understand what's going on. He the, the quarterback's job is to get it and find that yes. matchup. Who is the guy that has the best matchup in that spot? Uh, you know, and maybe the matchup is a handoff, right? I mean, you you line up and you read the defense, and um, you know they they got a really light box. You're going to run the football if they bring a guy into the, into the, you know an extra defensive back into the box to try to stop your run game. Well, somebody's oh somebody's in a one on one, and we saw Ad Mitchell be able to beat one on one coverage. We saw we know Xavier Worthy can do it. Jordan Whittington and. Um, we didn't hear him. Uh, we, we didn't get to see Isaiah Nair. Uh, Isaiah Nair didn't play, but Sark did say he's healthy. He's ready to go. He's had a really good spring. We just wanted to be really, really cautious with him. Yeah, there's no reason to put him in the spring game, so Priest Holmes. Yeah, <laughs> there's another one. And the aforementioned Jontae Cook. So if, the, if that's your, your your offense, and again, we, we saw Sark run an offense like this at Alabama where they just had so many weapons. The quarterback's job was just to find that matchup and be accurate with the ball. And, you know, we, we saw some of that from Quinn Ewers. We saw some accurate throws, but we also saw some, you know, the A.D. Mitchell touchdown pass was an overthrow. I mean, that was a ball that if, if A.D. Mitchell doesn't go up and be Spider-Man, it's an incomplete pass. Uh, you know, he, he made the play for his quarterback, which the receivers have to do. That's right. At the same time, uh, Quinn needs to step into that. And, Those are some uh, of the things they weren't doing last year. Yeah. Well, look, if that's a, if that's a throw in the middle of the field to A.D. Mitchell, who was open, well, that's going to be an overthrow and probably interception. Pickles, um, yeah. yeah. Because... You know, there's going to be or a safety is going to be behind him, and you know he he didn't have anybody behind him because he's in the end zone. But those are the things that you need Quinn Ewers to work on because with his with his ability to throw the ball uh, and their ability to create mismatches, there's going to be an opportunity for for and then and then every once in a while you expect a wide receiver to make a play, sure. make a play like that. I mean, that guy, you can tell he's been he's been in a program. I mean, that's used to he's used to winning, he's cutting above another level of athlete. I mean, he can make that play. You probably can make that play a lot. So I mean, if it's if it's there, you can make the play. You can help out the quarterback too sometimes. No question. No you know, question. even as I as I said about Quinn and those outside patterns, those guys, some of those balls they can catch too. Oh. Now, I mean, you you're going to gain. You're you're not going to catch and run, but you're going to catch the ball from where where you where you started out and gain five or six yards on some of those hitch routes. So they're not all uncatchable. They're not placed where they probably should be placed. But you're allowed to make that catch as a wide receiver also. No that's part of your job too. No, that's right. And that's why that's why last year to me it was so disorganized. You know, the quarterback sometimes didn't throw it in the right place, but sometimes the wide receivers didn't. They weren't in the right place, or they had an opportunity to make a play. They didn't make the play themselves. 
We'll talk about it with you. Great crowd, good game. Texas 21-10 to in the uh, orange over the white. Also talk more about the new practice facility, what's coming online. The Texas baseball team won a series, but man... Uh, felt like you, you lost it. <laughs> we'll hear from Craig Way coming up with David Pierce. Horns take two out of three in Waco, but man, what a roller coaster ride it was. We'll recap that coming up. Based on, we'll also hit the uh, NBA playoffs coming up. It's a busy Monday. Blitz and gossip before the end of the hour. It's BE on the Horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. And what a weekend. Longhorn spring game, Texas baseball, Texas tennis. Also out at uh, Codabuck, it was the MotoGP. Mark Marquez crashed out. Listen to this headline. Marquez crashed out of Coda MotoGP sprint race after vomiting in his helmet. Ooh. What? Nasty. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll have to check in with our buddy Rodney Rodriguez on that. Because... Speaking of Rodney, he gave me a winner in NASCAR Ooh. yesterday. NoHo 400. Who'd you Kyle, take? Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson to win, and you made a big, big bundle, huh? Sure, Wags didn't give you that. Um, Wags, Wags is a Martin Truex Jr. kind of guy. That's the only guy he picks in NASCAR. But he'll okay. give you some NASCAR picks for sure. But just not winners. No, <laughs> not winners. <laughs> he'll give you some picks. It was. I, I asked Rodney about every. I call him or text him about every Saturday, um, and get get three or four racers from him to put a little change on. And this week we were. He gave me a winner, so thank you, Rodney, if you're listening. What about the USFL? Did you? Well, I saw big, a little bit. Big story of the weekend was the XFL. And the XFL, um, they they had a season high in attendance over the weekend. More than seventy five thousand fans attended games over the weekend. I don't know if you saw the the game in DC that was on ESPN. I think they had the longest beer snake ever. Right, you know, the beer cup thing that they do. It's pretty unbelievable. Really, <laughs> this thing went all the way up. It was unreal. Uh, but yeah, St. Louis continues to uh, to get great crowds, and uh, yeah, they they're over seventy five thousand fans um, this weekend with all of their games combined. So XFL, USFL is online. Mm-hmm. Got motorcycle racing out at uh, Coda this weekend, and had that big country concert, the two step you know festival out in Georgetown. So something for everybody this weekend for sure. Hope you had a great one. That's why we're taking your good, your bad, and your ugly from the weekend that was. What'd you see that you liked? What'd you see that wasn't so good? And what was uh, just downright? Ugly and tight. I, I I know you're a professional gambler, but it's odd to like bet on things you don't know much about. That's just that doesn't. Well, that's why I call Rodney. But Tim, you don't have to bet on it. Well, I'm trying you to don't get. Have I'm trying. I'm trying to get into it. So, so betting on it lets uh, you, then you can watch it. Yes, ma- ma- it makes see. you watch. I it. mean, I could I could watch the last twenty laps of any NASCAR race. It's pretty exciting. But to 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 watch the whole thing, yes, I need to make it interesting for myself. Did you bet on your Rangers? Yes. Okay. See, so that was part of the. I so I parlayed the the NASCAR winnings into a little, you know, Very nice. Sunday night parlay that that turned into a, a a big unit play. Got a boy. Well, thank you, Rodney. And if Rodney's out there listening, let us know what why was Mark Marquez vomiting into his helmet. Gross. That's uh, that's a little odd. Uh, as we get this thing rolling, we're talking Texas football, of course, and a lot of folks weigh, uh, weighing in on their thoughts from the uh, only chance to see the Longhorns. As we said on, on Saturday, it was 142 days from the Baylor game to Saturday, and now it's another 140 days from Saturday until the first game with the Rice Owls. So we're uh, parsing through it. And uh, as you said, Buck, it's a spring game. So there's not, isn't, you know, it's not yep. as physical as it's going to be come game time. Uh, it's it's um, a lot of guys in green jerseys, meaning you can't touch them. Uh, but, you know, we, we could see. But you got a little bit of everything. You got some goal line offense, goal line defense. 
Yeah, and you mentioned C.J. Baxter, the freshman, who uh, maybe run a little bit too high at the goal line. You got to get down. You got to win the leverage game if you're going to try to. You Especially know, if score you're a tall dude. Yeah, but what, what else in high you school see? you'll be able to push those guys into the Did end. You zone. notice anything else from number four that uh, you know, caught your eye or any any of the running backs? Oh, I like Jaden Blue, that the guy that I didn't see in the bowl game that we were wondering where he was. I thought he did some really nice things. And nice that the the walk on. I don't like where the hell did that guy come from. Yeah, twenty nine. I thought he Kai, was. Kai. Uh, name is Kai something. Kai he, Woods. Kai Woods. Kai Woods was making some. I mean, he he was making some guys miss in some short, you know, in some short quarters there for a little bit. I thought he did. I thought he played pretty well. I mean, he's one of those guys. He back in the day, I find uh, find a way to get it, get something to him on third downs. Him going one on one against. And I don't know if. They come in total blitz if he can pick up a blitz, or he'll be in the, in the quarterback's laps. But I've always found guys like that that I could get in the game and give me a you know five yards, catch the ball, fall down. No heroics. Just hey, once you get it, please. You get the first down. Hey. Kai Woods. I'm starting to get uh, Kai money shades. Uh-oh. Kai money shades from the Buck when, when Buck was big on Kai money. Can we get the money man go? What are we doing over here? They let me down. They let us all down. That, that guy should have never gotten as much playing time as he did. That was Buck's guy. What are you talking about? Kai Money? Yeah, a productive guy like that. you got to find a place for him. Yeah, they had him and Andrew Beck out wide. <laughs> like it was a, Scary yeah, the defense. Yeah, just burning. They had to change defense. Yeah. Uh, I think, again, that's that's when, when Sark says this this looks like my team, I think that's what he's talking about. When he got here, they had not a lot of speed. They were kind of light up front, and uh, we got to get that turned around. We got to get bigger if we're going to the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, but they won bowl games with Tom Bowl Herman. Let's not forget that. They did. All of them. They did. They did. They've only played in one for Sark. But, uh, you know, we've got to build the program. Let's hear Sark on a, on a basic question How good can this team be? How good can this team be? Sark was asked that question. Do we know uh, in mid April well, how good this team can be? Sark was asked that uh, after uh, the game on Saturday. How good can they be? And they refuse. We're we're talented. Um, I think that we're together, and that's to me is more as more and more important than the talent. The fact that I think that the the connectivity on this team, the culture that that these guys have created with each other, um, they have a lot of fun with one another. It's the first time today. Uh, I came into the team meeting, and uh, they were all singing a song together. Two years ago, you could have heard a church mouse in here when I walked into a team room. And now they're actually having a lot of fun being a team with one another and appreciating the work that each of them are doing. Um, And that comes from love. And the fact that that's where we're at as a team, that's going to help us overcome the adversity we're going to get faced with in the fall. But I definitely think we're talented enough. Uh, Now we we just got to keep putting in the work and make sure we understand the whys of the things that we're doing and put ourselves in a a position where we're ready to go compete and compete at a high level with a full allotment of of our 85 scholarships. All right, so uh, they're together and they're talented, and uh, that's why it's the no excuses year for Texas. They should be. You know, I think it's fair to say if they're not playing for a Big Twelve championship this year, this will be a, a disappointing season. I believe so. Uh, and I think we saw that. You know, we got to see what we're talking about when we say that on Saturday. They've got a lot of good players. Uh, they're they're deeper than they've been. They've got uh, weapons. They've got to make the plays. Uh, you know, they, they'll probably need more than one quarterback this year. And you saw Malik Murphy um, for the first time. That looks like a guy that can. Could could step in and help you help you win some football games if you need them uh, in that spot. I mean, gosh, Hudson Card had to play you know four or five games last year, so that's where Texas is. But um, 
optimism, but you got to continue to build on it because. Uh, and look, I don't think they're done. I think there's already four guys in the portal. Uh, most of them are are guys you don't know. We haven't seen a lot of. They're they're down the depth chart type of players. It was interesting to me to see Jaden Alexis in the game, and he caught a ball late in the game. And Jaden Alexis is in the portal. He entered the portal and was still playing. Working on his resume? Yeah, and, and the, the word from the program was that he's just been a great teammate, that he's going to look for something else, but he's been really a positive player, and so let him get out there and show some tape. And, sure. Didn't uh, Sark say recently that once you're in the portal, yeah. see ya? Yeah, which is interesting. Well, no, no, he's not coming back, but it was interesting know, to but... see him on the field. And then you know, it was Bobby Burton at Inside Texas who wrote that this morning, that, that he was told that it was – He's just been a really good teammate. He wants to, you know, find it. He's not going to play much here. Let's be fair about that. Right. With all the receivers we're talking about, Jaden Alexis, a kid out of Florida, he's not going to see the field much. And but you know, he wants to play somewhere. And so to you know be on the field and be able to show that and you know try to find somewhere else, I get that. Same time, but they might not be the only four. There probably will be more uh, after the exit meetings and exit interviews, and you know wrapping up the spring that that enter that portal. And at the same time, Sark was clear that we're not done looking. I mean, they're they're going to look for edge rushers. They're probably going to look in the interior of the defensive line for depth because uh, you never have too many guys up there. Uh, they're going to they're going to they now know where they may be a little bit deficient. Sure, yeah. This week and next week, a lot of guys, a lot of spring games will be over with, and guys will be making decisions. Yeah, there were a lot of spring games over this weekend. Yeah. So. Obviously, yes, those decisions to be made. And Any more Aggies leaving? Because they've already lost 26, 27 guys. 26 players yeah, Aggies have left your place. Game yesterday, I believe. Wow. Uh, but, yes, I mean, and that becomes, you know, more, you know, do you add more people? Gosh, remember, Isaiah Nair came in last year in the summertime. He was a commitment during the, you know, the, after the spring. And, uh, you know, those kind of guys can, or was it? Can you imagine losing 26 guys on your football team, you deciding to go somewhere else, and you thought these were the guys that wanted to come and play for you? And, and, you're, and you're paying the coach how much to keep him there? Yeah. Good Lord. 26? Somebody Man. said uh, the defensive lineman Bear Alexander is in the portal. Yeah, that's that's an interesting name. Now, he's a kid from Texas. Remember, his recruitment was weird. I mean, he was all over the place with where he was going to go, and he I think he he signed late and went to Georgia. He's in the portal, but there's early word he's going to USC. Uh, but, well, yeah, that would be that would be exactly the kind of player you're talking about because Bear Alexander is a big you know defensive tackle. Um, who's into the portal? But so yeah, this this roster is what it is. But I think it'll see more change. But what it is right now can win the Big Twelve. It's got it's talented enough to win the Big Twelve, and that's on Sark and the coaches. And you know they got to put it on the dirt. And uh, you know there there is no excuse this year for them not to be in Arlington playing for the championship come December. Uh, this team has a, has a lot of pieces, but you got to put them together and you know win those close games that you let get away last year and finish games. And yeah, there won't be any quick whistles. There won't be any spring. Type stuff when the, when it starts. Uh, we September. certainly, as the uh, week goes on, we'll recap the spring games from around the state because uh, there are a bunch of them. We'll certainly dive in there. But talking Texas spring game today, also the Texas weekend, the NBA playoffs are underway, and we'll get into this Texas baseball team. But coming up in the Craig Way report, what a weekend! They took two out of three from Baylor, but man, it was a it was a battle. They, I mean, think about even on on Friday night, Texas won eleven to nine, but that's kind of deceiving. It was eleven to three with three outs to play. And Baylor put nine, six runs on the board and made it tenuous in the in the ninth inning. And you're thinking, what the heck are you doing? Uh, Lucas Gordon pitched great. He gave you, uh, you know, his normal rock solid start. Lucas leads the uh, the Big Twelve in pitch in ERA by a lot. Uh, he is your Mister Reliable. Then you get to Saturday, you're up comfortably. You're up four runs in the ninth inning, nine to five, and you lose the game, ten to nine. You 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 can't get the final three outs. Uh, and then yesterday, it was more back and forth, and over the course of the weekend, 26 walks, four or five more hit batters for the weekend, so absolute free passes. 
They've got to get that figured out because the only reason they won the series, beat Baylor, and get two out of three is Baylor's not good. Uh, they're going to play Oklahoma this weekend, uh, who's also not having a great year for Skip Johnson after making it all the way to Omaha last year. Uh, but you've got Oklahoma coming. You've got your toughest series to come. You've got to figure that out and uh, find a different mindset on the pitcher's mound. And uh, you just can't. No Oklahoma win their series this weekend? Uh, look, I didn't see the Big 12 series. I think scores. they may have. Uh, we'll look at the uh, Big 12. But Longhorns are at 8-4. and four. They're in first place. And so, you know, lot to like about that. But at the same time, that'll that'll get you. You can't can't be walking guys and giving them free bases. You know, and, and those final three outs. And you know what? What's the name we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks? Tanner Witt. Tanner Witt is uh, probably a week away from maybe seeing some on in-game action, according to David Pierce, because we talked to him two weeks ago, and he said it's probably a three-week, you know, timeline before he's able to get back if things go well. And so far, we haven't heard of any speed bumps for Tanner. Well, that's a guy. We talk about these final three to six outs of a baseball game. They're having a hard time with. And if he gets back, that could become a huge shot in the arm to that bullpen, uh, no pun intended. We'll come back. We'll hit the blitz, load it up, 447-3776. Also have a little salacious gossip in there. See what happened to the Ohio State wide receivers coach over the weekend? Man, we'll get you details on that coming up. But first, it's Craig Way. Where you get that from? Did Tawana tell you that? Did Tawana tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? Salacious gossip brought to you by the icy cold frosty Bud Light skis. Hope you had some good ones over the weekend, and certainly at the Texas spring game, the tailgate was a lot of fun uh, down there on Bevo Boulevard. The autograph session and then uh, live music and good times ahead of the uh, game at one o'clock. Good to see everybody out there. We'll gather again until uh, September. It was fun to be out there on Saturday for sure. Uh, okay, Buck. So how about this? A woman in Spain, fifty-year-old woman named. Beatrice. Beatrice, yeah. Beatrice. T-R-I-Z. Oh, Beatrice. Um, she elected to be part of an experiment to find out about uh, internal clocks and, and how a human will react to extreme isolation. She, sent, she spent 500 days in a cave alone, a dark cave alone, and had no contact with anyone else. Uh, she went in on November the 20th of 2021. And if that's, uh, that was the pandemic was still going on, the, the war in, the, in Ukraine hadn't begun yet. Uh, she was 48 when it began. She celebrated two birthdays in the cave, but she didn't know that it was her birthday because she said she stopped trying to keep track of days by day 65. And she just lived in isolation. They sent her food, and then she would send her waste back up <laughs> from the cave and uh, didn't have TV, couldn't read the news. And uh, she said she loved it. Said she loved it. Said she was surprised when they came to get her because she didn't know she'd been there that long. Extreme isolation. I'm sure you'll see a lot more on this, ladies. Yeah. When does it just become just another day? You don't, after... even, you don't even know what a day is. Yeah. What's a day? What's an hour? You're just there. In darkness? Yeah. I, I, it, was it completely? I don't think it was dark. She just had no contact with anyone. Oh, okay. So she didn't go through uh, Aaron Rodgers' stuff. No. Okay. Now, because he's, you know, he's tough. And scientists were able to watch her the whole time. She had two GoPros so they could see oh, her. Okay. This was all an experiment. And, uh, you know, she, she said she was shocked when they came to get her last Friday because she didn't think she'd been in there that long. She wanted to stay longer. She would have guessed it was about 170 days if she had to guess. And it was 500 days, which is incredible. Wow. Uh, yeah. Would you even think about doing that? Nope. I don't know. I need contact. You got to be pretty lonely to even. She no, says she wasn't lonely. 
commented uh, to go and do that. Yeah, she, I, don't, she, I don't want to be alone with my own thoughts that long. It says here she had a panic button, but she never felt like she needed to push it. Like she never even considered it. Hmm. How about this guy? He might have needed to push the panic button. A man in Oregon wanted to bless others, so he took $200,000 out of his bank account and started throwing out of, throwing it out of his vehicle all over a busy highway. Some drivers were happy, but apparently uh, Colin Davis McCarthy's family members, who are also attached to the bank account, aren't real happy with him. They're asking for the money back. Um, you know, it's one thing to want to be charitable, but throwing money out the car window? It don't belong to you, all of it? I think it's his, but yeah, I don't. It doesn't sound like he's all, all in his right, right no. frame of mind. He needs to be in that room of darkness. <laughs> the room of, of darkness. Uh, we mentioned this earlier, but if you watched the Netflix popular show Love is Blind, last night's reunion show was a disaster. Not good. Ty's girlfriend's mad. Yeah. You know if they're going to redo it? I think they ended up not, because they were trying to do it live on Netflix, which I thought was weird in the first place. I've never seen anything like that. I'm sure it's they're capable of doing it, but I guess whatever screwed up, they ended up just recording it there and that should be out today or something i don't know something like that all right what are the what are the odds that we have a woman named beatrice twice in our same salacious gossip but just a Not substitute likely. a substitute teacher in texas Let's see where this is uh texas middle school kimbro middle school here in the great state her name beatrice martinez she's in trouble because she turned her middle school classroom into a fight club only reason she was caught was because a student took a video of the incident. A fight club. When the kids are just beating each other? Middle school, that's that's the time for fight clubs. <laughs> we had, we had a fight guy, club. An like, educator. Here's another educator being heard from. <laughs> it's the time for it. I, we had a fight club. I mean, it wasn't like nobody was seriously hurting each other. We just wanted to wrestle and throw some hands. That's right. That's when that damn Joe Potak jacked me up. Joe Potak. Got the best of you. Uh, he's bigger than you, too, because you weren't the biggest monster. Guy. Yeah, Joe Potak. So, yeah, she's... None uh, called him an animal. Good to know that Beatrice, uh, Miss, uh, Miss uh, Martinez, has been fired. Has been fired by the school district. And, um, yeah, fight club in the middle school. You know, what's the number one rule of fight club, Ty? There is no fight club. There is no fight club. What are you doing taking a video of it, kid? That's right. Let uh, ours was behind the back of the school by the buses. <laughs> school. Three, uh, where, what was this, middle school? Yeah. Well, it went on for like a month before we got caught. Too. Ours was in the arena. You and had then to it go went downstairs. Bathroom. How did it work? How did you know who was fighting that day? We had like fight promoters. It was it was like a legit thing. And you had to pay a dollar. We'd have a gate of guys right there, and you had to pay a dollar to come watch. Oh. And it was about the same three you guys. You see why he has this little day. gambling problem right now? They had a gate in middle school. I'm really worried about you, Ty. Yeah, they had a gate. <laughs> they had really to pay to get through the gate in middle school. Let's go to your blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. Good morning, Blitz, brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. Here we go. First Blitzer, you're up. Hey, ever since Bucky had them Aggies all bent over, they can't even stand up straight. And Ty, I was throwing them sugar cubes on Kyle Field like dice dancing <laughs> on the table. Dice. That was a great big dog. Next Blitzer, you're up. All last week, I heard on your radio station, Lakers have no chance against Memphis. <laughs> Wrong again, dumbasses. And their players heard in Memphis. Lakers all the way, baby. Lakers all the way. They Next. ride that Austin Reeves all the way to the finals. There you go. Next blitzer, talk to us. 
Yeah, it was a good thing that we had this series with Baylor. The batters for Baylor were sitting right on top of the plate. Woody Stevens needs to get the middle relief in the closure to throw that inside pitch. Thank you. Right. Co- you're right, Coach. Thank you. Woody Williams would be the pitching yeah. coach. And, yeah, they they look, they they coaxed a lot of that by being aggressive and step, stepping up in the box, but you got to be able to deal with it. Absolutely. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Hey, E, if Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen were available for the Texans to draft, which one, was, which one would the Texans pick? Say them again. Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, and who? Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Uh, they would take Mahomes. Oh, the Texans? Wrong. Uncle Rico. <laughs> Uncle Rico. <laughs> they'll, they'll screw it up somehow. That's Next true. blitz, so you're up. Yeah, this is a pastor smasher. Sub smasher. Yo, we had a fight club in middle school. Uh, it was called Bull in the Ring. Bull in the Ring. Yeah, I did that too. My head coach stopped me from that. Next blitzer, talk to us. Hey, dumbass Aggies, you know that Elon Musk with Tesla does not pay taxes. Don't fool yourself. Manufacturers get everything tax-free, exempt. Oh, the big dog on a roll today. Oh, yeah. Financials. Double shot power. <laughs> Double shot big dog. And hey, we'll come back. Yeah, your taxes are due tomorrow. We'll have some tax conversation. Tomorrow is your day. Since since the 15th fell on the weekend, you just flip it over and you got two extra days. Get Thank that you. extension. What's that? It's like, go get that extension. Yeah, you can you file it. for an extension. I think they get you to October. Oh, they yeah, they're a little cautious, a little something-something. Well, do it. Yeah, you don't get extensions for free. You got to pay something. Sure. I've never had to do that. Maybe we'll I, do that I don't this know year. how that works. Uh, all right, we'll be back. Uh, we got one more hour of our show. Craig Way just sent us a text that David Pierce will be on Light the Tower today, Texas baseball coach. So if you want to uh, hear his thoughts on the weekend, sitting in first place, but dealing with some uh, control issues on the pitcher's mound this weekend. He will be on with Craig coming up. Longhorns up to number 14 in this week's D1 Baseball Top 25. Sitting atop the Big 12 halfway through the Big 12 race. That'll be coming up in our 10 o'clock hour. But coming up next, we reset uh, more on the Longhorn Spring Game. More from Steve Sarkeesian coming off of the Spring Game. And uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly from the busy weekend here on B&E.